Good morning and welcome to Shouts of Grace. This morning we are continuing our study in the book of Philippians, and I'm excited to get into the book of Philippians. There's a lot that we can look at and see as we're going to be finishing up chapter 3 here this morning. And I I was looking at this. This is actually our our 19th uh, installment here through the book of Philippians. So we're uh, actually really getting quite a bit um, of time here in the book of Philippians, more than I originally thought we were going to be, uh, which is is pretty neat to go and to see. Uh, but we're going to be looking at Philippians chapter 3 today, specifically verses 20 and 21, and we're going to be looking at our heavenly citizenship, uh, which is something that is incredible to understand and to look at. And I, I really hope that this is something that we apply to our life as we continue to live our life on this earth, but keeping our eyes fixed upon Christ. But let's go ahead and let's read the chapter here in Philippians chapter 3. It says this, Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. For me to write to you the same thing is not tedious, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. For we are the circumcision who worship God in the Spirit. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I also might have confidence in the flesh, if anyone else thinks he may have confidence in the flesh, I more so. Circumcised on the eighth day of the stock of Israel of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, concerning the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, concerning righteousness, which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted as loss for Christ. Yet, indeed, I also count all things as loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead, not that I've already obtained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ has also laid hold of me." Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal, to the prize, to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind, and if uh, in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who walk as you have us for a pattern. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you, even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who set their mind on earthly things." For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body according to his working, by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Now, we're going to be focusing in here this morning on verses 20 and 21, and once again it says this, if you didn't catch it, for our citizenship is in heaven from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, 
who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. You know, as a Christian, it is important that we remember our citizenship, and our citizenship is a heavenly citizenship, which of course is referring to the fact that our allegiance, your allegiance, needs to be first and foremost to God. That is where your allegiance needs to be. There are a lot of allegiances that might be pulling for, or a lot of things that are pulling for your allegiance, but ultimately, your number one allegiance needs to be to God as a Christian. This is, this is the reality of it. We have a heavenly citizenship. Our allegiance needs to be primarily to God, which means we are going to side with God on everything. We're going to go and say, what is God's perspective on this? What is God's desire on this subject? What is God's preference? That is where I'm going to side with. My citizenship, my allegiance is with God. It is in heaven. You know, the, the book of Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11, uh, conveys it this way, where it says that they looked— for a city whose builder and maker is God. What, what, is, what is that that they're referring to here, that, that, that it's by faith? And of course, this is talking about the descendants of Abraham, the patriarchs. They were going and they were looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. They were saying, look, our, our citizenship is not here. We are sojourners right now. And my citizenship is, is in this city that God is the builder and maker of. My eyes are fixed waiting for that city. Now, it's important that we understand that this doesn't mean that we don't do anything while we're on this earth. There are some people who go and they, they, they take this to, to mean that you're not going to do anything, that you're going to become disengaged with this earth and that you're not going to accomplish anything or you're going to become so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. That's not what this passage is, is talking about. That's not what this is getting into. It's going and saying, look, while you're on this earth, you, you have a singular uh, goal, a singular prize, a, a, a singular uh, uh, pressing and thing that you're striving towards, and that is to know Christ and to know him more. But while looking at this, this doesn't mean that you don't do anything else. It means that while you're doing these other things, you're striving to know Christ and to know him more. When you go to work, you are striving to know Christ and to know him more, to apply more of his character to your life in the daily situations that you get. Parent, while you're parenting your child, you're going and saying, my goal is to know Christ and to know him more. I'm putting on generally the forbearance of Christ. Husband, wife, spouse, when you're looking at that relationship with your spouse, you're looking at this not just merely pursuing to know your spouse more, although you should pursue to know your spouse more, but ultimately it's to apply Christ more so that you can know Christ more because both you and hopefully your spouse are running to know Christ more. And as both of you are growing closer to Christ, you're growing closer to 
each other. This is the idea here that is being conveyed, and this is what what is is flowing off, flowing out of this is to go and to say, my citizenship is in heaven. This doesn't mean that we don't have earthly ties. It doesn't mean that we don't have earthly citizenships, but it's going and saying, look, ultimately, I am going to say what is best for the name of my God, and that is what I'm going to do. You're going and saying there is a certain allegiance. There is a primary allegiance to God, and though you might love your nation, I love America. One of my favorite things to do is to, to, to read about the founding fathers of America. But understand something. My ultimate allegiance and my primary allegiance is to my heavenly citizenship. I'm going to go and say, I side with God every chance that I get. Now, there's something that's really neat about this, siding with God, being on God's side, and going and applying those principles is ultimately what's best for America. It's ultimately what's best for my family. It's ultimately what's best for my children. It's ultimately what's best for my spouse, my wife. It's ultimately what's best for me. And so when I get that allegiance right, when I get that citizenship right, it's going to make every single thing better in my life, in my sphere of influence. That, that's the reality of it. If I go and I'm a citizen of heaven first, it's going to make my marriage better. It is. If I am a citizen of heaven first, my allegiance is to heaven first. It's going to make me a better person and my life more fulfilled. It is. It's going to do that. Now, if your allegiance, ironically, is to yourself first, if you are a, a, a citizen of your own kingdom first, I want you to know something. It's going to bring destruction in your life. It's not going to be what's best for even your kingdom, ironically. But it is when you lay down your kingdom, you surrender your kingdom, you surrender your will, when you go and you surrender your ambition, when you go and you say, I am for Christ, I am for my heavenly citizenship. That is ultimately when we, when you, will do the best. Isn't that just an interesting concept? It's interesting how that works out. And that's true of your marriage. That's true of your parenting towards your children. That's true of, of your job and your, your finances if you're a business owner. It's true of all of these things. Once you first put your allegiance and your priority in the, the, the kingdom of heaven, the, the heavenly citizenship, as opposed to building your own kingdom or, or whatever other kingdom you might be looking at, these other things start to fall in line and they end up doing better because it's God's order and God's order works he didn't create a broken system. He created a system that works perfectly. But I do want to touch just a little bit here on verse 21 also. It says this, who will transform our lowly body that it might be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. And this is that principle that I'm talking about. Now, it's ultimately talking about in the ultimate sense, one day when we get a new body and these old worn down bodies that we have that 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 if you're a young person, it will eventually get worn down and, and it 
will start to to decay and not do the things that it was meant to go and to do, one day it will get transformed into a glorious body. But but he's actually making Paul Paul is making a greater point here. Now he's doing that by going to the ultimate point when he's going and saying, by which he's even able to subdue all things to himself. You you see, when you first put the priority in your not your heavenly citizenship, but when you go and you put it into God's kingdom and that heavenly citizenship, as opposed to in your kingdom, in your own citizenship, what ends up happening is that because he is able to subdue all things unto himself, because Jesus said, all authorities given unto me, therefore go, because these things are connected, there is a betterment the glorious body we get is better than the body that you have. When you put something rightly in line with the kingdom of heaven, what ends up happening? It gets better. This is literally echoing the teachings of Jesus, where Jesus goes and says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. That's literally what he's going and saying here. It's the same doctrine being taught. So many people use this this, uh, uh, citizenship of heaven in order to be unengaged earthly, but the reality of it is, is that when you get your citizenship in heaven right, you become more effective on this earth. And that requires allegiance Your allegiance first must be to God and his kingdom. That's why it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In case you didn't quite understand what he's getting at there. That's why it says, and his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. So today I want to encourage you, where is your citizenship? Where is your primary allegiance? Are you going and placing yourself first in the kingdom of God? Or you're going and saying, look, I want to build my own kingdom. Because if it's that you're wanting to build your own kingdom, it's not going to stand. Build the kingdom of God. Well, thank you for listening today. And remember Joshua 1, 8, 9 as we depart. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous. And then you'll have good success. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go because it's all we can do and while we trust in jesus sometimes he leaves us waiting for his hand to move oh but even in darkness we hold to the promise there's nothing we can't overcome so that war you've been fighting will end